As mentioned, the Jacob Zuma Foundation issuing a statement late last night in response to the Concord judgment. Um, Zonele Mani is spokesperson for the foundation and he joins us now on the line. Welcome to the meeting point, Grill. Hi there, hi there, Kokata. What is your clan name? You know, when you say Kila, I must uh, respond with your clan name. Get low, Pap. Get low. Get low. Get low. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Hi, too. And uh, good evening to your listeners. Good evening. Um, that in your statement last night, you spoke of how you were studying the judgment of the Constitutional Court. Has there been any movement in terms of what the next step will be? Unfortunately, not yet. We are still uh, uh, tossing it around with uh, lawyers, but I'm almost sure that uh, by tomorrow uh, something is going to come out of that uh, consultation. All right. Early in your in your statement, if one were to focus on that, you mentioned consultation with your legal team, which I assume uh, continue to, to look at your options. Now, considering that this is a ruling by the Constitutional Court, what are, what options are they? I'm not, I'm not a lawyer uh, asking a wrong person. That's why we consulted them. So if they are, if well, the fact that they are taking so long, uh, it means there could very well be options. Uh, I don't know, uh, but maybe they aren't. Maybe they are. Uh, I don't know, but uh, they are applying their minds. So whatever answer they come up with by uh, the middle of the night tonight or tomorrow. Uh, will be what uh, we are most probably going to do. Well, I'm asking the question because, again, considering that this is a ruling by the Apex Court, one wonders what other legal options there would be because um, appealing is not an option. It's almost as if the president has to adhere. There isn't anything legally that can be done. Yeah. No, look, uh, you you never know. Let's not preempt the processes. Uh, there's... I mean, if you look at what happened today, or rather what happened at that uh, judgment, there were a lot of new things that happened. One of the new things that happened, uh, just by way of example, is when uh, we go from a motion court into incarceration. You know, in the apartheid days, we had something called a detention without trial. Now in the constitutional democracy, we've got imprisonment without trial. That is a first uh, I never thought anybody, I'm sure nobody in South Africa thought that in a democratic situation we can have imprisonment without trial. So there could very well be a first tomorrow. That's where we can see because imprisonment without trial is a first in a democratic dispensation. Okay, so as it stands, come Monday, is the former president going to present himself before any police station, whether in Gandhi or Johannesburg? You're asking me to preempt what the discussion is going to be uh, by tonight or tomorrow. Uh, let's not go around circles in different ways. I did say that uh, we're waiting for the lawyers to give us direction. So whatever happens on Monday or on Sunday or whatever is going to be informed by what is going to come out maybe in the middle of tonight or tomorrow. All right. I wanted to, to have the foundation's response to what was said by Justice Zondo yesterday. And uh, I'm sure you would remember that uh, Justice Zondo yesterday in his media address spoke of how he has, as a member of the Concord, presided on cases that had to do with the president and his impartiality was not called into question at the time, which raises the question, uh, which you also um, you know, deal with in, in your statements, of why only now do we have an issue 
of his impartiality being called into question? Yeah, look, uh, I think uh, it's probably what under the bridges things stand right now. But the fact of the matter is that every situation has got its own unique circumstances. In the situation which President Zuma faced at the commission, he felt that uh, his baggage uh, with the DCJ is coming through, uh, given how they were interacting there. And that's when he came to a conclusion that uh, he must raise the issue that uh, it looks like uh, whatever path they, they both have is beginning, is beginning to manifest itself in how the proceedings are run. And that's why I raised an objection to him being the chair. I mean, if truth be told, if there was seriousness about what needs to come out of President Zuma, it should, not, it should have been a, a no-brainer for DCJ Zondo to say, okay, if you think I'm the impediment, uh, be, but because this is a, an issue of national interest, I'll just step aside uh, just for those couple of days. I was, he could have still been in the room, by the way, but uh, step aside and let somebody else take charge just to get as much as the country can get out of President Zuma. And after he has deposited what he's deposited, then it gets back to the chair. This should have been that easy. Why is it that we're sitting with a situation where it looks like uh, we have uh, uh, an ego uh, war here? Uh, it was totally unnecessary. As you mentioned, I mean, a lot of what we've discussed so far, some of it is water under the bridge. Others has to do with um, consultations that yourself and the foundation and your legal team uh, continuing uh, consultations and any decision we are yet to hear from. So I want to focus on what's happening right now. Uh, We played earlier on a a report by some of our SABC reporters outside of the former president's home looking at the large gathering of people in, in support of um, the former president. And, and I must admit, uh, uh, mind, uh, that personally, I've sat with the question of the type of language used by some of the president's family members as well as some of the supporters. Do you as a foundation or has a former president at all expressed a view of the type of rhetoric that we're hearing in his name or in his defense? Look, I think, I think there's a different way of looking at it. And the different way of looking at it is that you, it's, it's almost what you're asking now is no different from somebody that is going to say to you, uh, don't stop complaining about, about apartheid, uh, just move on. You can't dictate no, no, to people. No, no, let me make the point. You can't dictate to people how they should respond to a situation that affects them emotionally. President Zuma, whether people like it or not, is the deeply embedded in the hearts and minds of the people. He is the real father of the nation. Now, when things like this happen to him, a freedom fighter, uh, somebody that uh, everybody knows, the sacrifices he has made uh, to bring South Africa to where it is today, somebody that left his family, stayed in Robben Island for 10 years, left the country and all of that, and this happens to him. And it happens to him not because he has uh, committed any crime, only because there's a, there's a disagreement on how a session that needs to be chaired needs to be conducted. Simply because of that, the man must go to a jail for 15 months. What kind of humanity is that? So therefore, I think you must understand that's the context that, goodness, a person that has made such a sacrifice for a, a little disagreement, and, and even that disagreement 
It's a disagreement that President Zuma had taken to the, uh, to the court to say, can I have a recusal on here? So it's a man that had subjected himself to the legal processes. But if you are being failed by a system, if the system says to you, uh, I mean, if you look, read that judgment, you have, you have judges there that say, well, uh, uh, when they were asked about issue, issue, when they're dealing with the issue of the constitutional court being a court of first instance, uh, they were saying, no, uh, but uh, we kind of a situation where we, we started uh, at, the, at the high court and these uh, long and protracted appeals uh, is not going to help uh, because uh, we know that President Zuma is a person of this attitude, is incorrigible. Uh, so if you, if, you, if you give him this opportunity, this is how he's going to respond. If we do this, this is how he's going to respond because it's how he responded earlier and all of that. And therefore, because that's what we think, therefore there's no point in giving him any opportunity and therefore we rule that uh, let's just throw him in jail. I mean, yeah. this is the kind of, he, uh, it's almost like a, a, a jungle justice, this. Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think that the, the, I agree with you. I agree that one cannot dismiss the emotions that people have in response to what they disagree with in their love for the former president. There, there, there is Everybody is entitled to the view that they hold and the emotions that they hold. What I'm asking about specifically is the type of language that we're hearing. And as a communicator, um, uh, Grilla, you, you would understand the power of, and you know the power of words. And what, what I'm asking about is that the specific type of rhetoric that sounds very inflammatory. I didn't hear anything that uh, you've heard, maybe. Okay, so for example, people are talking about um, nobody is going to arrest President <laughs> Jacob Zuma they must go through us. We are prepared to kill for him. This, these are words that we've heard. And what I'm asking is, in, in light of those words, should there not be, and I'm asking the same question, by the way, of the government, of the president, of the African National Congress, and I'm asking to the foundation, should there not be words of calm to say, while we acknowledge and respect your views and your emotions, should we not be mindful of the type of rhetoric that we're putting out there and the way in which it could possibly, possibly incite violence in the country? I think maybe, you see, because a lot of those people that are there are ANC people, most of them. Uh, and, and, and I heard one of them quoting Nelson Mandela. Nelson Mandela is quoted to have said, if the ANC government does to you what the apartheid government did to you, you must do to the ANC government what you did to, to the apartheid government. So I suppose uh, that the stalwart of the ANC uh, in, in his grave is providing direction on this because they were quoting, somebody said that on TV. So I'm saying what, what, what you are saying now, all of what you are uh, characterizing as rhetoric, is probably people listening to their fallen heroes. Because uh, what is it that the apartheid government did to South Africans? It threw them into detention without trial. What is the ANC government doing to the people today? It's throwing them not just detention, to prison. Detention is almost like custody. Now here we are thrown to prison without trial. So actually 
what the ANC government is doing today to people is no different. In fact, it's even worse than what apartheid government did to the people. So people are beginning to say, what did Nelson Mandela say when that happens? And if you look at what was happening in the apartheid days, people were prepared to lay, to lay their lives to, to ensure that we've got freedom in this country. So if we are faced with the exact same situation or worse than uh, an apartheid situa- situation, you can't be here sitting and uh, on an armchair and saying this language is not good and all of that when people are feeling the pinch on the ground. And you mm. must remember, uh, all of this also happens at the back of people being in the streets, being hungry and everything with all this uh, irrational lockdown uh, that has been happening from time to time. So you've got a generally angry nation, uh, as it were. And then what's that is happening, then the father of the nation is subjected uh, to this kind of uh, inhumaneness, to this kind of uh, absence of justice, uh, because it doesn't matter uh, how you look at it. There is nothing sense about throwing somebody into jail without a trial. How is that All possible? Right. No, let, let's leave it at that, Grilla. Thank you very much for, for making time. We will await, uh, as you said, um, the, the, the final word once the uh, considerations or consultations have happened with the legal team and we await your statement. Thank you very much. Okay, you're most welcome. Thank you. Much appreciated. Mzwane Lemanyi is the spokesperson for the Jacob Zuma Foundation. It is 25 minutes past eight, a number of your voice notes on the back of that conversation.